Welcome to Murder We Drink, a podcast devoted to murder she wrote and drinking. I'm Kara. And I'm Today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 16, Murder in the Electric Cathedral. Sounds like the title to a yellow song. Is it in the or at the? I have in the. Okay, so I assume it's at in the. The, the, potato, potato. Potato, potato. Whatever your regional dialect you prefer. So, we're in Oklahoma. Oh, what are you drinking? I'm having a American IPA. It's called Hay Burner. Okay. It's okay. Belongs in Oklahoma, burning hay. Oh. Oh. Yes. Okay. I did that intentionally. Totally planned. No, nah, I wasn't trying to just finish the six-pack at all. <laughs> what do you have? I have a Mike's Hard Lemonade Seltzer. Again? They're very good. They are very good. I had a pineapple. They're only 100 calories. I had a pineapple earlier. Very tasty. So? Made with real pineapples, I think. So we are in Oklahoma this week. Well, we are. JB, JB is. is. And we're with JB. Yeah, I guess. But the, before she gets there, we open on um, this preacher, Willie John Fargo, and he is just talking to his flock not on the a, TV. Not a blatant ripoff of Billy Graham at all. Not in the least. Not in the least. No. Um, That's actually how I identified him in my notes. And they cut to his, that he's talking and preaching and whatever on the TV. They cut to his wife, who he calls Sister Ruth. Yeah, creepy. Which is very weird, yeah. I will say. Yeah. And I'm then, glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> when he's done, his brother, we find out it's his brother later, says, he comes over, he's all excited. We brother, got her will. Brother Earl. Brother Earl. Can we first talk about the um, choir that was singing that was under the blue light and looked like a bunch of Smurfs? Yes. <laughs> I love that touch. <laughs> so they're very excited. They got they got her will. They got the will. And someone else is out. Out where? Out of the will. Oh, that's not a good place to be. You always want to be in the you will. You always want to be in a will. Yeah. Especially if it's some rich lady. Well, cut to these two guys who... Um, <laughs> Come running in, in in an office. We don't know who they are. Mm -hmm. And they're like, we're out. Can't believe this. Very upset. So we don't know who they are yet. A lot of suits in this episode. It's Oklahoma. Baby. I I would expect them to be wearing like chaps and cowboy hats and flannel shirts with pearl buttons. Not full on three piece suits. Yeah, I know. Wasn't a lot of cowboys. No cowmans. No cowmans. But Jessica rolls up in a cab. She's not BFFs with the cab driver, but she is. I was disappointed. She's really friendly was. enough where the yeah. guy's like. No, oh, they were like joking and stuff. Yeah, she goes, is this the hog farm? And he was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> hog farm. Is that where she made her money? Carrie? Her ho family. Farming hogs? Well, no. I thought they, it was oil. They had the hog farm. And then they struck and oil. And then they struck oil. Um, must be nice. I'm going to get me a shovel and go digging in the backyard. So she gets out of the cab, and this old lady walks out, older than Jess. She's probably like 80. Mm. What'd you say? Yeah, probably about and that. And she goes, Jessica. Jessica's like, you said if I was well, ever in Oklahoma. I, I figure she would have to be at least that, because she was Jessica's teacher. We find that out, yeah. Yeah. Her name is Carrie 
McKittrick. McKittrick or something like that. McCormick. No, (laughs) McConnellsville. I don't don't know. We paid very close attention while we were watching. It's Carrie. Took a lot of good notes. It's McCary. I think it was McKendrick. Carrie McCary. McKendrick or something like that. McKittrick. Thank you. Yes, that's the one. And uh, so Jessica just stops by. Well, you know, that's what you do to old teachers, I guess. Seems a little rude, but whatever. Just Carrie didn't seem to mind. But she invited her. She sent her a letter. Remember? I I mean, you can be pen pals with someone. It doesn't mean you want your pen pal to just roll up. For the younger listeners, a letter is like an email sent by snail mail. By the U.S. Postal (laughs) Service. Who are getting new trucks, by the way. I've seen some of them. They look weird. Yeah. Really, they look like something out of a Pixar movie. Have you seen movie. them in real life? No, I just saw just a picture. The picture. I just saw a picture on the internet. It looked like something out of a Pixar movie. Very strange. Um, well, they're sitting having tea. We meet Ethel, who is what Carrie's a, housekeeper. What a name! You'd think it would be reversed. Ethel yeah. would be the yeah. Hmm. Ethel should be the old lady, and Carrie should be the mid thirties, early forties housekeeper. And as they're having tea, the two men we saw earlier fighting mm-hmm. come in. They're still fighting. It's her <laughs> stepson, Harvey. Harvey. And her grandson, Sam. Mm-hmm. They're fighting. I don't, I don't and Jessica's like, well, if you guys have, um, you know, family business or whatever, like I can just go upstairs or away or <laughs> out to lunch or. Yeah, just whatever. Not, <laughs> She's just like fiddle specs. There for that. Fiddle, fiddle specs. <laughs> oh, that was my favorite. I had to make a note of that. Fiddle specs. So the fight is still over the will. Hmm. Seem like they're a very um, tight knit family. Very concerned about grandma's health and all that. And Carrie. After they leave, Carrie. Kind of, not faints, but she's, like, clutching at her chest, and she has to, like, sit down. She got the vapors. My stars. So Jessica takes her to the clinic. Yeah. I thought it was a real hospital at first. Yeah. It's pretty good. Pretty nice. (laughs) It was not a real hospital at all. Tell the people what you mean. Um, It was a private, would you say? Yeah. Um, it was basically a hospital run by um, the Electric C- Church of the Electric Cathedral. Mm-hmm. Uh, Willie John apparently is trying to build his own freaking city out there. Mm-hmm. Um, the church has its own post office, has its own hospital, its own TV studio. I think there was a spa mentioned, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, yeah, it was quite the quite the thing they got going on over there. Well. Do you think they could turn? They would turn people away. What do you mean? Like, let's say you went into that particular hospital or clinic or whatever you want to call like it. And you're like Jewish. No, let's say hmm? you were just black. <laughs> Why'd you whisper at? <laughs> I don't know. No, what if like you went in there and were like, "Hey, I want a sex change," and would they be like, "No, get out, you heathen"? Probably. You think so? Also, it's Oklahoma. I think they would do yeah, that now. That's true. <laughs> that's unfortunately very true. Um, but Carrie makes Jessica, while she's like in the hospital, she makes Jessica promise to not let anybody change her will. Mm-hmm. 
She wants that money to go to old Billy John. Willie John. Billy, Willie, whatever. William. <laughs> William John. W.J. Fargo. Reverend W.J. Well, as they're talking about the will, Willie John shows up, and he was just like, I was in prayer, and I heard a voice that Sister Carrie needed help. Do you think that voice he heard that said Sister Carrie's in the hospital was the hospital receptionist <laughs> calling him up on his car phone? Now, I'm not one to judge someone's faith mm. by any means. You guys can believe whatever you want to believe. This guy at first seemed like such a scam artist, but he oh, yeah. also seemed to believe it. Yeah, he did. At first, I thought to myself, oh, stereotypical televangelist he's have you ever heard the genesis song jesus he knows me no it's all about a televangelist and he's like oh god told me i need these are all lyrics from the song god told me i need two million dollars by the weekend so i can build a theme park for him and buy a private jet and put gas in all my limousines yeah that was exactly who i thought willie john was but at the end it's like you really believe this oh yeah after not, not even halfway through the episode i think i like no, this this guy's like really wants to do good. Yeah. Yeah, he's got the giant apartment and the limousines. And the private jet. And the private jet. And probably a theme park. We don't know. <laughs> Willie John World. Um, but no, he legitimately wanted to do good in the world. Yeah. So good on him. That which was interesting. I was shocked. I did not expect that turn. Yeah. I was thinking greasy televangelist all the way. Um but he is clearly very close with the nurse, Sue Beth. Mm -hmm. I thought they were having an affair. I'm not going to lie. Mm -hmm. And then the family shows up. Mm -hmm. So I have a question. Yes. The family is still fighting over the will. Mm -hmm. Because they think that Willie John has brainwashed Carrie into giving him the money. It's understandable. Whose side are we supposed to be on? Because it's like you don't want Willie yeah. John to get it because um, you know that he's just got, he's going to use it for good. But at the same time, you're like, is he kind of scamming people a little? I think. At the but the family's being greedy. So it's I, like, who do you want the money to go to? Definitely not the family. Um, Alice. Alice. Um, we'll get to her in a minute. But, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure who we were. I really thought Ethel should have been in the will. You know, but no, I don't, I don't know who we're supposed to be rooting for in that situation. I really don't. Carrie? Well, what do you think? Carrie's dead. Well, she's dead, but I mean, I'm looking at it from like the writer's point of view. Like, hey, well, no, of course you're rooting for Carrie and you're rooting for Jessica and clearly they're friends. No, no, but I just mean the only thing, regardless of what Willie John's beliefs were or what he was going to do with that money whether it was going to go into his pocket or genuinely use it to do good was completely inconsequential to me i i just wanted that's carrie's final wish it's her money to do with as she wants that's what i think should have been done but do you think the family's justified in being mad no you don't we, no because that came from a place of, of flat out greed i think carrie even said um you have more money than you'll ever need. What I do with mine is my business. I think she said that to Sam. Harvey. Maybe Harvey. Or, yeah. One of the two of them. So, no, I, I think it, it wasn't coming from a place of, hey, that's ours. We're going to be 
destitute. We're not going to be able to live as we're accustomed to without that money. It was greed, pure and simple. Yeah, it wasn't like she was putting them out on the street. Yeah. So okay. that was greed, pure and simple. Okay. I'll buy that. Um, this is when Carrie asks Jessica to find Alice. Mm-hmm. Jessica's like, who's Alice? It's Sam's wife. So it's mm-hmm. not her granddaughter by blood. Yeah, that threw me throughout the whole episode. They kept... <clears throat> Harvey is actually Carrie's stepson. Mm-hmm. Which would make Sam his her step-grandson. Mm-hmm. Which makes Alice absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they all referred to her as... Grandma. Mama or Grandma. It got very confusing. But I thought it was very sweet. It was, but it was also confusing. So... I, I did make a note how I said it. It's interesting how she likes her better than her own grandson. I get it, though. Sam kind of sucked. Yeah, Sam definitely sucked. Yeah, um, no, I'm sorry. Can I backtrack? There's no kind of about that. Sam was a real piece of work. He was an ass. Yeah, he was. The nurse... Subeth? Subeth, which I thought was Sarah Beth at first. No, played, it's Subeth. Played by Barbie Benton. She... Jessica goes to call Alice. Mm-hmm. While she's on the phone, she sees the nurse leave the room at 12.15, which I had to tell you what time that clock said while we were watching. <laughs> I was re- Just as you said that, I was writing down 3 o'clock. <laughs> Sue Beth leaves the room. <laughs> I had to scribble it out. I hate those. And I hate analog clocks. I hate them. I literally, we were watching the the episode. I grew up in the digital age. (laughs) No, you didn't. You were born in 1980. Yeah, that's, digital clocks were out by then. We were watching the episode and they zoom in on the clock. Like, you know, it's going to be important, the time. And I, I just go, that's 1215. And he goes, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I started. Like, like anyone else what's, would what's be offended. Out, what is scribbled out right there? The three. The three. <laughs> anyone else would be like, yeah, I'm not a child. I can tell time. No, I, but you I were I like, fully, thank you. That was one of my shortcomings. I fully acknowledge that. I fully acknowledge that I can't read an analog clock very well. It takes a lot of time and effort for me. <laughs> Way more than it should. But, you know, I've always had digital clocks. I can't help it. Um, and then there's a code blue. Mm-hmm. Never, never a good thing. I've worked in a hospital. You don't, you, you don't want a code blue. No, that pretty much means like someone's dead. No, not dead. Dying. Dying and dead. Yeah, someone's in cardiac arrest. Jessica f- joins in the rush of doctors and nurses while they're going to the room. She's just like goes, running. Just goes charging in. And Sam was also in there at the time of the code, which is interesting because they never really talk about that later. Not very much. I mean, I think they touch on it in like one line, but yeah. Jessica sees a needle on the ground, grabs it with her hanky, and then gets kicked out. You know, why? She has absolutely no qualms about just grabbing evidence at all yeah i know it doesn't seem right she's like i was very careful i don't care how careful you were you're not a policeman or an investigator or she as she's holding it she sniffs it as one does and maybe she was hoping to get a little something off oh maybe it was morphine Ooh, let me have a sniff no (laughs) no 
But fan theory, Jess isn't a serial killer. She's a morphine addict. <laughs> she does make a note to us and to herself. It smells like cyanide. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, I get the whole her knowing how different poisons would work and things of that nature for her books. Yeah. How does she know what cyanide smells like? It smells like bitter almonds. How do you know what cyanide smells like? Because I'm a crime junkie. Everyone knows that. I didn't know that. It smells like bitter almonds. Okay. Well. Peach pits. Wait a minute. What the hell does an almond smell like? Peach pits. So it smells like peaches? No. That's where cyanide is. Yeah, it's in the the heart of stone fruits. Peach pits. Yeah. Peach pits, plum pits. Yeah, you get cyanide. Prunes. Those are plums. <laughs> Whatever. Prunes are, prunes, prunes are dried plums. Prunes. <laughs> prunes. Um, okay, well, I don't know. It's just... I find it strange that both of you know what a, what cyanide smells like. I'm a little nervous. A little sus. Yeah, a little bit. Well, ask, well, go back downstairs and ask my mom. No, it's not that. I'm sure she'll text us in five seconds after she hears this. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, you can get a text message Wednesday or Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> Everybody knows what cyanide smells like. And I can tell time. <laughs> Idiot. I'm totally getting an analog clock for my birthday. I can see it coming now. <laughs> well, Alice finally shows up. Wearing sunglasses at night. I uh, wear sunglasses uh, at night. Uh, uh, uh. That's not how it <laughs> Yes, it is. Way off. Who sung that song? My dad. <laughs> Your dad's Corey Hart? Yeah. Is it Corey Hart? I think it was Corey Hart. You don't even know. His first name was Corey. I can't remember if it was Corey Hart, though. I'm pretty sure. I'm like 99% sure it was Corey Hart. Regardless, she's wearing sunglasses at night. Uh, uh, uh. Was her future so bright she had to wear shades? Well, this is when we find out Carrie was poisoned. Mm. Shocking. It was murder? Yes. No. And she wrote about it. Who wrote about it? She. Oh, she, she, Jess? She, she, she. She, Jess. Jessica, well, because the DA shows up because he's solving the crime this week, I guess, which makes sense. (laughs) Played Um, by whom? I don't know. Dick Van Patten? You don't know who Dick Van Patten is? It's not Dick Van Dyke. It's the only dick I care about. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, Dick Van Patten, great actor, very big in the 80s. Not going to touch that one. Your parents listen to this. I'm keeping my mouth shut. (laughs) Anyway. Where did you two go wrong? (laughs) (laughs) While the DA is there, Harvey's there, Alice is there, Jessica's there. Everybody was there. (laughs) The doctor was there. Not everybody. Because Jessica mentions how Sam was there when they found Carrie. Mm -hmm. But he had to rush out. But Sam wasn't there when they were talking about it. What was his excuse? He had to rush off to a business meeting or something? I don't know. Milk a cow or... 3.15 a.m. I don't know. 2.15 a.m. 12. I don't know what time it was. Damn it. All clocks. But Alice, after they have their little meeting in the hallway, Alice offers to drive Jessica home. And that's when she takes off the glasses. Well, Jessica's like, don't you think you could see better if you weren't wearing those glasses, you dumb lady? I mean, it just seems like a bad idea. I don't like wearing my sunglasses on a 
horribly overcast day because oh, I feel I like do. I can't see. Well, I mean, I like horribly overcast or dusk. Yeah, I love wearing my sunglasses because hmm. my eyes are so light. It's very, very sensitive. Yeah. Blue-eyed people are very sensitive. We know. Anyway, um, so she takes off her sunglasses and she's got a big old shiner. Big shiner from who? Sam. Sammy. They got in a little spat. <laughs> yeah, as Harvey calls it. I'm like, spat? Jesus, dude. Yeah, later on, well, Come I made a note of it. On. Because uh, he made a note that said it was, quote, two young kids blowing off steam. Yes, that's right. Yeah, my quote, or my Yeah, quote. I'm sure Alice was really blowing off steam in that fight. My note was, little spat. That's a hell of a black eye for a spat. That's a hell of a black eye. <laughs> that's a hell of a black eye for a barroom brawl. Uh, but Sam does, cause they run into Sam at the house as they pull up and he, he's rooting through the old lady strong Says box. something about a heart attack. So he doesn't know that it's poison yet, which mm. is interesting. Or he was lying. Well, we know he wasn't, but he could have been. Uh, Jessica the next day goes to see the DA. Dick Van Patten. Dick Van Dyke. And the poison could take up to half an hour to get to Carrie to kill her because it was put into her IV tube, not directly into her body. That seemed really quick, though, from the time. Well, it depends, we... how, it depends what, what the IV was putting in. Like, was it just saline? Yeah. But no, I mean, from the time we saw the nurse, in quotation marks, leave the room mm-hmm. to the time the code blue went off, I don't feel like it was a half an hour. I felt like it was very quick. Well, there was a time jump. What, did we want to just see Jessica sitting in the waiting room for a half hour and a 45-minute show reading a magazine? Yeah, I want a little realism. All right, well, <laughs> we'll go back in time and tell the writers. They should have showed that damn analog clock again to show that time had passed. <laughs> <laughs> With little glasses on her, on and, her nose to show was, time had he passed. He was wearing sunglasses to show that time had passed. Uh, well, Sam shows up and he's like, I ever will. And Jessica's like, oh, that's interesting, because yeah, I have a letter from Carrie in my purse right what now. What did he say? He's like, I, I went rooting through her strong box before those, what do you call them, religious zealots or something like yeah, that? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, and then why was she carrying around that letter, which I find very strange? Probably had her address on it. Maybe. That could be. So she found the hog farm. Well, that's how she compares the signatures, and that's how we figure out it was it's a forgery. Damn, damn good thing she had that letter. Mm-hmm. Although, couldn't they have compared the signatures on the... To literally anything else in her house? The new will that Sam had found versus the old will that she had just filed days before? Yeah. I mean, are they really considering that Jessica, who's not exactly... I'm not not shitting on a queen. Hmm. But are they really saying that she's a signature expert? I mean... I don't think they care. I mean, I think they, the, she just points it out and they, anybody except a blind man could look at them and be like, oh yeah, those are different signatures. I don't think you needed an expert for that one. They were very different. Yeah. Well, Sam's now being charged with murder. Mm-hmm. So Jessica's like, okay, hey, bye, peace. Goes back to the hospital <laughs> and she sees Dr... Whatever his name Dr. is. Dr. What's-His-Face. 
And Dr. Uh, Brady. Brady. And she's like, oh, I thought you were operating in this room. And he goes, no, I was across the hall. I love it here. I work all the time, except on Wednesdays. When I go to the reservation. Right. But that's when we find out that the needle was for a diabetic mm-hmm. person. Yeah. And he's like, we have thousands of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, no shit. It's a hospital, dude. <laughs> But, of needles. But then again, didn't Jessica ask, like, do you have any ear or something to that yeah, effect? Yeah, she's like, do you have a lot of these? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> Duh. You know what else we have a lot of? Gauze. Sick people. <laughs> Beds with the wheels. Um, but Jessica starts, like, kind of sniffing around the hospital. And she sees, she goes, she sees Carrie's room, goes down the hall, maybe 10 feet there's the mm-hmm. door to the stairs, which go down. Which she saw the nurse go through. Yeah. Or a nurse. Right. She goes down the stairs. Turns the corner. And what does she find? She sees the Electric Cathedral Studio. Well, first With a live find, studio audience. First she finds the... Not during COVID. <laughs> first, I don't think they ever have a live studio audience in there. It was very small. You don't think so? No. Just a live choir? Just a live choir. Yeah, also, I've, Oklahoma probably doesn't care about COVID. I think... Her numbers just went way down in the Midwest. No. Um, well, first she sees the well, um, nurse's locker room, the chapel, which comes, we hear about that later. And then she goes out the exit, which is right there. And then she sees the electric chapel or the electric cathedral studio. Right. Across the street. So there's a lot of options there. Like, did that nurse go to the locker room? Was she in the chapel? Did she go out the door? She go across the street to worship with Billy John. Willie John. Whatever. Like it matters. <laughs> well, cut to the live studio audience because Earl is the brother Earl. Brother Earl. And Willie John are having a little chat. I have to say, they did do a fine job naming these guys. I believed every one of them lived in Oklahoma. I know. <laughs> Harvey, Earl, Willie John. Sam. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> uh... But they're talking, and they are meant. They're talking about Willie John Fargo University. Mm-hmm. Seems reputable. Yeah, right. But Earl's like, bro, do you know how much money that's going to take, and time, and accrediting, and whatever is going to take for this? And you're just yeah. like hemorrhaging money because it's like you're spending the money before you even have it. Which is true. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, not a good business practice. Never count your chickens before they're hatched. Right. Somebody from Oklahoma should know that. I think that's like a thing there. I think that's like their state motto. <laughs> no, it's we wish we were Texas. <laughs> well, Jessica does ask him because she kind of rolls up and inter- interrupts their conversation. Mm-hmm. She's like, hey, what do you use all this money for? Because people like these all over the country, people mail in checks yeah. and cash. And yeah, Will even showed her a big stack of envelopes like all these people gave till it hurts. I'm like. You're squeezing these people that can't afford the yeah, basic he's necessities. Like it's their pension. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. I mean, he like went out of his way to say, Yes, these people have no money, but they're still giving until it hurts. I'm like That's why it seemed like he was a scam. I know, right? But it turns out he was a mostly decent guy. But was he though? Because at the very end, the last thing he says is, I'm going away for a while to work with simple folk. So he's condescending. That doesn't make him a bad person. 
So he's condescending and taking money from people that don't have like a lot of disposable income. Okay, so maybe he's not a good guy, but he's not as bad as we initially thought. Because even though he was going to work with the quote-unquote simple folk over in, I think you mentioned Africa. He said Africa, South America, Asia. Okay, so even and though... And probably he, like the Middle East or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think a Christian was going to the Middle East in the 80s. <laughs> I mean, that's not a great place to be well, right now. Well, he seemed dumb enough to do it. I don't <laughs> that's know. That's true. Anyway, even though he was going to help the quote-unquote simple folk... And he was like kind of condescending about them or to them. Mm -hmm. I think he genuinely wanted to help them. I mean, the whole missionary thing aside, I have issues with that. But that's, you know, he, he thought he was doing, genuinely thought he was trying to do something good. Well, he does say, you know, all this money, I have three clinics, mm -hmm. the hospital. I feed 400 homeless or low-income people every day. <laughs> Except they call them street people. <laughs> well. 400 street people. Like, dude, what the hell? Do you think he gives the street people street tacos? <laughs> At least he called them people. <laughs> street things. <laughs> street tacos. <laughs> I love those Mexican corn street tacos. So good. HelloFresh, please sponsor us. Please. Not a sponsor, but we I wish. Mean, I mean, don't you don't even have to send us a check. Just... Give us free boxes. Throw us an extra free meal or two. <laughs> oh, we love HelloFresh. We could go on and on about HelloFresh. Nice. That's a new podcast. Coming next year. HelloFresh with us. 2020. HelloFresh we drank. <laughs> <laughs> but Jessica, he goes, yeah, sure. What about the jet plane? What about the limo? What about the nice apartment? I like, gotta get around. <laughs> right. Okay. You can't drive a... Toyota Camry, dude? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the environment aside, who's paying for that? The poor farmer that you stole his pension for. Can you imagine if he found out about that? Oof. Oh, I'd be pissed. Right? Yeah. But that's just me. Well, he goes, I have to go see about whatever his excuse was, but Sister Ruth is going to give you the tour. Blech. Sister Ruth, my wife. Sleeping with his sister. Oof. It's not his sister. She's just a sister. She wasn't even a sister, though. Well, if she was a sister, she couldn't be married to him. They go around, and Jessica's like, look at these computers. Look at this post office you guys have. Look at yeah. this small culty village you've created here. <laughs> they did have a hell of a setup there, I will admit. And then she shows them the apartment, which was very nice. Very nice. That was... Uh, I don't even know the word. Huh. Get me a thesaurus, and I'll let you know. It was a... It was a bit much. Well, Willie, as they walk back into the apartment, Willie John just does show up. Comes sauntering in. And he's like, ah, Sister Ruth. Well, Love ya, <laughs> sis. <laughs> ah. <laughs> On that note, I need a sip of my beer to wash that out of my mouth. And we find out that she, he met her like two years before in London. She's a nurse. And he was very sick. Was with, she working there? With I didn't even diabetes. Diabetes. And that's how they said it. Did, um, was she from London? Because I did not hear an English accent. You didn't? No. Are you serious? Yes. She was English? Yes, she was like, oh, mind your manners. Didn't pick up on it. It was just as good as mine right now. <laughs> didn't pick up on it. She's like, oh, Mrs. Fletcher. I love my husband and my weird bandana headbands. 
It was a sister's headdress. I don't know. A <laughs> I habit? Know what, I no, I didn't. She wasn't really a nun, so she wouldn't be wearing a habit. No, it's just a fake sister headdress. I don't know. Mm. Well, Jessica asked Willie John what his alibi is. He says he doesn't have one. Can't tell you. Seems a little sus to me. Oh, you know what I thought it was? I thought he was hooking up with what's her face? Sue Beth? Yeah. That's what I thought was going on. Joke's I mean, on you. I think he was legitimately in there, like, talking to her. Because she Sue Beth later on. Yeah, she says that I'm dating an intern and I'm having a hard time with yeah, it or whatever. We, but she's like, we were in the chapel talking from 12 to 1230. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're talking. <laughs> they were actually talking. You were there? Yeah. Saw the <laughs> whole thing. Very boring. Gross. No, they were just talking. There was no... They weren't... Talking. They were just talking. They were talking. Got it. Well, <laughs> cut to the DA who's like freaking out or something. He had given the syringe to the FBI. Well, that's because everybody in the freaking county took a vacation when this woman died. So the fingerprints <laughs> were sent. Why want murder discovered? Why wasn't murder discovered? No, why want murder discovered? Oh, yeah, because Jess said somebody wanted this to look like an accident, but they wanted it also to come out that it was murder. That's right. I couldn't remember what that note was about. <laughs> T-ski. Uh, cut to Carrie's wake. Carrie's in, her, Carrie's in, in the parlor. In her living room. She's in the parlor and Jessica's helping host. She's like carrying a veggie tray. Like, honey. When, I'm, when I die, I want my funeral to be held in our kitchen. In the parlor? No, in our kitchen. Oh. Yeah. Well, this is when Jessica goes up to Harvey and talks about how Alice and Sam had had a fight. And he was like, oh, it was just... Just a spat. Steam. Two kids blowing off steam. Ugh. You know, most people, when they blow off steam, they go and like... Go play tennis or go for a jog or, I don't know, have a, you don't beat your wife. <laughs> it's not blowing off steam. Right. We see Earl. Earl. Earl being the rude. And that's when Ruth is like, oh, mind your manners. <laughs> I love your English accent. It's fantastic. Thank you. Very good. Well, the DA secretary rolls up. <laughs> and quite the funeral get off. <laughs> you were like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was like, damn. It was the 80s. It was a different time. Yeah. Well, apparently Willie John has a thing for redheads. Mm. So do you think he was talking with Sue Beth, or was he talking? I think he was just talking. You think so? Yeah. I can see it going either way. I... Honestly, don't know what the writers intended. Well, now that Willie John and Sister Ruth are getting divorced or whatever, Sue Beth can work her way right in there. Because I genuinely think that she could fall for him. Like, if, she was very if she hadn't enamored with him. If she hadn't already. Right. Yeah. But, that's when we do find out they were in the chapel together. Mm -hmm. This is also when we find out that the doctor, Brady, mm -hmm. and Sister Ruth were having an affair because Sister Ruth would go to the reservation, reservation every Wednesday to teach the kids or whatever her excuse was. Did you like Jess's little joke there? 
Zubess at all. He works every day except for Wednesday. Oh, Jessica's like, oh, every doctor loves all to go the golf. Doctors play golf on a Wednesday. <laughs> not this one. Yeah. Um, he's, he's getting a hole in one, but it's not on the course. <laughs> well, Jessica goes, Sister Ruth, you killed Carrie. And everyone's like, ah! Turns out that she had dyed her hair to look like Sue Beth. She had me fooled. I thought that was Sue Beth leaving the room. Well, joke's on you too then. Yeah, it was. I mean, my that's question not hard is to pull the wool over my eyes. And towards the end of the episode, I think they want you to forget they haven't been married that long. Willie John, or Billy, whatever the hell his name is, Billy Graham and <laughs> Sister Mary Joseph Pat, Pasternak or whatever her name is. <laughs> what? I can't remember the name. Sister Ruth and Willie John. All right. Let's put a little context here. They've been married for two years. We, we went out for brunch today. We've had quite a few peppies. I've, I've had some mimosas. I had a couple of beers, a, a seltzer. While we were packing up the house, I might have had a shot of uh, Evan Williams honey bourbon. <laughs> Pastor Nack. <laughs> Whatever her name is. The details are a little fuzzy right now. Okay, I have the question, though. They haven't been married that long. So she's like, oh, I've been trapped in this marriage for so long, and blah, 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 this, that, and the other. I think it's, um, I think it's a case of she didn't realize what she was getting herself into. Once she was married, she's like, wow, I'm way out of my depth here. This is not what I thought I was getting into, and... Start hooking up with Doc. Well. Or maybe she just wanted a guy with money. <laughs> Who wasn't stealing it from pensioners. I do feel bad for Willie John at the end there. He looked so sad. Oh, he was When so, he walked through those doors. He was so hurt. He looked, Which makes me think, you know, he was sincere. He was on the level. He just wanted to do good in the world and things just didn't always go his way. Cut to the next day, and Jessica's packing up to leave. Willie John shows up, and Sam and Earl and... No, Earl wasn't there. Sam, Harvey, Harvey, Jessica, and Alice are just, like, staring at him through the front door. And I'm like, is anyone going to open that? That's not weird at all. He comes in, and he's like, I know I'm not welcome here, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. I have an idea that's going to make everyone happy with this money. And Earl's like, oh, not Earl, Harvey, whatever (laughs) his name is. Do you think that's really, it didn't make Earl happy either, I'm sure. Well, probably not. I mean, do you think that everybody was really happy in that situation? Yes. Yeah, I think Harvey and Sam were just like. Oh, no, I think they were pissed. We'll still get a little access to it. I don't know. Um, well, his idea was that he was, he had created a foundation in Carrie's name. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what the foundation's for. Like people without pensions. It's to help simple folk (laughs) (laughs) who've had their pensions stolen by greasy televangelists. (laughs) They're all like, okay, that's fine. Whatever. They leave. Leaving Willie, John, and Jessica together. And she's like, where will you go? What will you do? Who will you see? Who will you steal from next? And he's like, I'm going to all these third world countries to steal their pennies on the dollar. <laughs> I'm going to steal every dime from the children with the cleft palates. 
<laughs> and the club feet. <laughs> taking their goats and any, Darfur. <laughs> taking their goats and any rights they have. <laughs> and that's the end. <laughs> Freeze frame. <laughs> what do you think of this episode? Overall, I thought it was pretty good. Um, would you like my rating now, or do you want to do like um, we'll my, do our whole thing first. business, yeah, and all that. So jazz. body count is forty-two to seven. Camp so we're getting up there. Camp at Coves Trail. No, forty-three. Well, still, that's a lot of bodies. Forty-three to seven. Camp my bad. Cabot Cove is falling behind. I really thought there'd be more by now. Well, we're getting into later seasons. So there's going to be more bodies. Okay. Oh boy, they're going to start stacking up like cordwood. <laughs> The kiss count remains at one. No, no action for Jess. And Jess did not find any bodies this episode, so that stands at eight. count remains at six. But there were a lot of sisters and brothers in this episode. Sisters, brothers, <laughs> aunts, uncles, step-grandsons. Step Step-uncle-in-laws, who knows. Um, how many... Um, Mind your own business. I think I drank too much today. How many mind your own businesses did you get? There, I feel. Like I the, had at least two from the DA. I feel like there were a lot. Oh, you had two from the DA. Well, I had. I didn't write them down, but I had the one where he's like, "Hold on, let me find it." I have a quote. I mean, because I had two. What's your interest in this case? I don't think that's a mind your own business. Well. I had maybe one from Harvey. I had one from Harvey. What did Harvey say? I don't remember. I had one of Harvey. It was shortly um, after Fiddlesticks. <laughs> um, Harvey, I think they were arguing about the will. Oh, yeah. He's like, stay out of this, and you Yankee. He, he flat out. Or whatever. He, he flat out yelled in Jess's face. Like, yeah, I know. Stay Jess out of this. like, sit down, shut up. Yeah. Don't and talk then, to me. And then like five minutes later... Not even. Um, Sam's like, this ain't none of your business. It's a family thing. So two? I got at least two, but if you got, you had another one from the DA or just the yeah, one? Yeah, but I don't remember what the quote was. Two and a half? Two and a half. I, I feel, let's just do three. I'm sure there was because I feel like there was the a The DA lot. was kind of, he wanted her help, but he was kind of wishy-washy. Well, I think, well, he, he made a comment in the episode, he's like, seven judges went on vacation, the sheriff's gone, half the department's out on leave. Like, yeah. Yeah, so he was in way over his head, I think, and was just frustrated or flabbergasted or some combination of the both. Sexism? Um, I thought I... I think we should give one for Alice's black eye. I thought I had one, but I don't That's see That's the only one got. I could think of. I'm sure there was at least... Yeah, somebody had to have said or done something in regards to Alice that should have counted. Well, besides the whole blowing off steam thing, or like, I'm sure Harvey was like, she deserved it. <laughs> or whatever. Probably. Harvey seemed like a real peach. Well, where do you think Sam learned it from? Who, who would you rather have as a father-in-law, my father or Harvey? <laughs> Your father. He only has one leg. I could take him. <laughs> Beat up a cripple. Also, Harvey has money. So, like, he could... I don't know. I just find that way more intimidating. He could hire a hitman and have you rubbed out. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. But your dad has nothing to lose. He's scrappy. 
I don't know. I don't know if you could be scrappy if you could push somebody over that easily. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right, we shouldn't be laughing about this because people are going to think we're monsters. No, he's fine. My father has a very good sense. He was in a motorcycle accident a few years back. Um, as a result, he lost his right leg. And Which his right- I didn't know, by the way, until we were, like, engaged. So. <laughs> I will never forget your face. Um, what was it? I said something along the lines he, of, well. He had, oh, right. he had fall. you and he fell down and you were like, well, you probably didn't oh, oh, you're fine, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, how could he have fallen? He's, like, not that old. It would just be, like, falling over. And you're like, oh, he probably just didn't have his leg on and, like, forgot. And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> your, your face was priceless. Excuse me? But anyway, back to the hole you think you could take him. He was in a motorcycle accident. He's got one leg. His right arm is all gimped up. It doesn't really work. So, yeah, you probably could take him, I think. I think I could take him, but he's scrappy. <laughs> you can't be scrappy with a bum He's got bum nothing to lose. Leg. You never want to fight someone who has nothing to lose. <laughs> Anyway. Well, anyway. Back to the sexism. What you got? I digress. I think we should give it at least one. Okay. If if for nothing more than the black guy. I think the domestic violence alone deserves <laughs> one. It deserves at least one. Because it's, you know, serious. Yeah, at least. And we don't condone that. At least one. What'd you get this episode? I enjoyed it. Um, I gave it eight out of ten. Whoa! Well, is that a lot? Oh. <laughs> Um, I gave it 8 out of 10 elaborate model train sets. I love that train set. It bothered me. The, the setup was cool. It was very well done. But then he pushes that little button and oil starts yeah. squirting all over. I'm like, dude, you just ruined your whole train set. Yeah. Had, who's going to clean that up? He doesn't care. Probably the mate. <laughs> Ethel. <laughs> Ethel, get in here. We got an oil spell. We got a gusha. <laughs> we struck crude. <laughs> What did you give it? Six out of ten. Six? Redheads. I don't love it. It doesn't ever stick out to me. Mm. It's a very forgettable episode. I can understand that. But it's funny. It's, yeah. I had a fun I, time talking about it. I can get it. Well, me too. It was, it was a good episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I, I, if I were flipping through the channels and I saw Murder, She Wrote was on and this was the episode, I wouldn't. I would probably stop and watch it. You would? Probably. Right. I mean, I feel like, though, if I'm flipping through the TV and we land on Murder, She Wrote, regardless of the episode, you'd be like, stop! Unless you haven't seen it, and then you, we can't. You touch that remote, and I will break your thumb. And I will fight you. <laughs> what? Do, where can people find us? Well, as usual, uh, check us out on Instagram, Murder We Drank. Or I'm sorry, at Murder We Drank Pod. And Facebook. Oh, this is difficult. At Murder We Drank Discussion Group Podcast. Fix it, Zuckerberg. We're going to talk about it every week until you make it easier to find us. Hmm. Um, Anything you'd like to add? No. Any, um, you got, I saw you recorded some video. Mm -hmm. Um, We actually had to rewind because somebody could not be quiet enough with his chew toys while we were trying to record a video. Mm Um. So, yeah, there'll be some stuff on Instagram. Mm-hmm. When do you usually post that? Like Tuesday? Uh, sometimes Mondays, sometimes Tuesdays. Ooh, so a sneak preview. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Well, keep an eye out for that. And as usual, rate us, share, tell your friends, and uh, that's it.
See you next week. Bye.